We all know SEPs exist for MA plans, but what about with MedSupps? Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast, where we give mediocre Medicare advice to insurance agents. I'm your host, Mike Katorna, and SEPs do exist for Medicare supplements. Now, for Medicare Advantage plans, SEPs, or special enrollment periods, are common for due eligibles, moving to a new area, etc. But with Medicare supplements, they exist as well, and these are most commonly referred to as birthday rules. Now, if you're not familiar with the birthday rule with Medicare supplement, this allows a Medicare beneficiary who has a Medicare supplement to move to a new Medicare supplement underwriting free, and this is based in certain states. So these birthday rules are state by state. Some states have them, some states don't. Some states say you have to go from like plan to like plan, like plan G to plan G. Others say you can go from plan G to any lower plan, like a plan N. It's all based on what the DUI decides what's right for that state. Now, there is exceptions, like where I live in Missouri, we have the anniversary rule. And this works just like the birthday rule, but it's based off the anniversary of the policy, not their birthday. Why? That's the way they did it. It's been this way for like 15 plus years. Now, we've seen more and more states adopt these types of rules, mostly the birthday rule, and it's phenomenal for politicians, right? Thing in their soapbox and be like, hey, look what we did for you seniors who still vote the most, that I gave you this rule, now you can save money on your meds up, and everyone goes, yay, because we can change whenever we want around our birthday. Well, not whenever we want, but around their birthday. But there is another side to this that no one ever talks about because it's bad. The first one is higher premiums. Typically, in states that have birthday rules or anniversary rules, they have higher premiums, usually by $30 plus a month. Again, you could do your own homework on this, but the homework I did, and it wasn't very elaborate. I just picked some states and ran some quotes, and I found about a $30 per month difference in premium. And this is because carriers need the extra premium to offset the guaranteed issue business that they now have to take that they normally wouldn't. And you get lower commissions. Yeah lower commissions because carriers are not wanting this business they normally wouldn't take and are forced to take. So in order to deter agents from rolling business over to them, rather than pay a normal commission, they may give a one-time $25 enrollment fee or do a deeply discounted percentage for birthday or anniversary business. Now, the question came up of, well, let's say I have a client that's healthy and it happens to be around their birthday and they're in the birthday rule state. Can I underwrite them? And then if they pass underwriting, just being underwritten policy, even though they qualify for the birthday rule. And the answer was still no, because I've looked into this with a carrier and per the DOI guidelines, the DOI is too worried about someone being denied. And then, of course, it could be chaos and lawsuits and everything else. So they say if they're in the birthday rule window, and again, this is for most states, not all, haven't looked at them all yet because they're all very in their ways. But good rule of thumb is if they qualify for a birthday rule, anniversary rule, you have to enroll them that way. You can't underwrite them and get a full commission as a normal underwritten policy. So you got higher premiums, lower commissions. It sounds really good on paper, but it's not really it's still decent in execution, but your clients will pay probably pay a little more in premium and you'll make a lot less if you have to roll them. So why do SEP's commissions suck so much? That's the other question I get all the time. And SEP enrollments throw off the enrollment mix. 
Ideally, 50-50 would be a good mix for a MedSub carrier. That's 50% underwritten business and 50% guaranteed issues of some sort, whether it be aging into Medicare or birthday rule or coming off group insurance. Whatever it is, you want at least half your business being underwritten. And a lot of carriers can take this mix and make it work. Now keep in mind that Medicare supplement profits are usually lower single digits. So there's not a lot of room to play there. It doesn't take a whole lot of bad business to throw off a book of business. And that's why this next part is so important. That if the product mix goes too far off 50-50, say it goes 40% underwritten, 60% guaranteed issue, or 30-70, it could really throw off the book of business and take their... MLR, the medical loss ratio, which is typically 85-15, 85% goes to claims, 15% goes to administrative costs and you know running the plan and commissions and everything else. I've seen it go as high as over 100%, where that means that every enrollment they get, they're making, they're not only making zero profit, they're losing money. So that's when you start to see premium, big premium hikes or drastic commission changes. Now, I've had agents tell me that $25 one-time fee for rolling someone's a crime, but think about it. These agents are basically saying, hey, I'm giving you a highly volatile client that will cost you a ton in, in claims that you have to take with, without the ability to say no, and I want full comp for it. And yeah, not everyone's doing that, but a lot of agents do, and that's why you see the $25 one-time enrollment fee because... Some agents go out there and just write a ton of business without any concern of what it does to the book of business. And these are typically the same agents that when the premiums do go up, that they complain as well. So what does all this mean for you, the insurance agent? Well, it comes to writing Medicare supplements. Don't let underwriting scare you. Most carriers have underwriting guidelines for you to reference. Use them. I've seen agents avoid asking underwriting questions and just say, We'll wait until it's your birthday or around your birthday because then we can enroll you without any problems whatsoever. Which, yes, in some cases you may have to do that because maybe they can't pass underwriting. But don't do that with everyone because one, you're cutting off your commissions. Two, you're providing the carrier with an unhealthy book of business if you do that with everybody. And three, it's just, well, you know, not good. So I had a third point and I can't remember what it was. But hopefully you understand that carriers do watch this product mix. So if you're out there just constantly writing guaranteed issue business, that's not great. And you're not making a lot of money, but 25 bucks is better than zero. Well, guess what? Uh, they could cancel your contract. Yeah, it can happen. You're not re they're not required to have you sell their plan and you're not required to sell them either. So I have seen it happen where carriers will trim the fat and get rid of agents that are writing just bad business. And a lot of carriers, you can go to the, the agent portal and check your product mix to see how good a business you're giving that company. And believe you me, their actuaries and accountants are watching that probably every day to make sure that book of business doesn't go too far off. So make sure you're doing your clients well by underwriting them, getting a healthy book of business, getting healthy commissions, and is creating overall better environment. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, threats, promises, feel free to reach out. You can go to MedicarePodcast.net for more information. And until next time, have fun, make money, impeccable service.